Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Kropp. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. And yes, I am your talk show host today and every day on Political Coffee. You know, I hadn't intended to say this, but I I think I need to. Even though I'm your host, this show's not about me. That's why it's not called The Jeff Krupp Show. Yes, previous shows that I've had, some of you have listened to them on other stations. It was The Jeff Krupp Show. This is not why I do this. I'm doing this for a different reason. And I hope that you... First of all, believe that, number one. Would you embrace it as being genuine, as being real? I get up early to read stories. I listen to stuff during the day. Uh, You know, I watch Real America News or I listen to it on an app uh, from time to time. Newsmax, I was watching Greg Kelly or listening to Greg Kelly last night as I was driving home from the executive club meeting that I that I host once a month, where we heard last night from Greg Schumacher, who you've heard him on the show, I think, three times. Greg Schumacher, Schumacher Furs, who was the victim of a two-year-long radical leftist animal rights attack on his business the longest running um, fur business in the United States of America, Schumacher Furs from 1895. Shut down, gone, done. We listened to him last night outline his strategy, which has worked in other places, of suing elected officials for not following the law and the Constitution, suing them personally and getting out-of-court settlements with them. Now, this is just beginning to transpire up. This has to do with homelessness. Up in Washington County, where the Washington County County Commissioners have decided they're going to put these homeless pods, campments, for lack of a better term, these little wooden shacks, in some of the communities, Forest Grove, Cornelius. And the landowners immediately now have a loss in the value of their home. That's a government taking, is it not? Because you have to disclose as a real estate agent, if you're selling a piece of property, You have to disclose that this is going to happen nearby. You have to. It immediately lowers the value of your property. Somebody ought to be held accountable for that. That's one of the ways you can do it. That's what Greg Schumacher was talking about last night. Lots of conversation afterwards. So I'm driving home. I'm listening to Greg Kelly. Listening to Greg Kelly talk about the outright lies 
of the deep state against Donald Trump. And they are, folks. One of them is, let me find this here. It's an Epoch Times story. Uh, Man, I just had this. I hate it when I do that. I really hate it when I do that. No, it wasn't Epoch Times. My, my, that's, that's my bad. By the way, speaking of, they have a great story today. Did you see the um, about face, the 180 degree turn announced? And I got this notification as I was driving up to the executive club meeting yesterday evening. <laughs> Get this. Apparently, the Biden administration Mayorkas has decided, you know what, the, uh, we have some areas on the southern border that are so bad. You know what we got to do? We got to build a wall. What? Yeah. You got to build a wall. Didn't they say walls don't work? They're waving. Now, get this. 26 federal laws. 26, to allow for the building of a border wall, 20 miles of border wall. They're waiving the uh, Endangered Species Act. They're waiving the Clean Water Act. Now, I didn't know that a cabinet secretary has the ability to do that. But apparently, under the 1996 Section 102 of the Illegal Immigration Reform and Immigrant Responsibility Act, that the secretary can waive certain laws, regulations, and other legal requirements. Migratory Bird Treaty Act, the National Environmental Policy Act, NEPA, It doesn't revoke or supersede any previously granted waivers. They can do it. Now they have a need for the border wall. Well, guess what? What has Biden been doing? Selling off the unused portions of the wall that Trump had built that we paid for that are sitting there that sat there. They're selling them off, selling them for scrap, folks. I just thought you should know that. Biden's prompt problem that he created is so bad they have to reverse course 180 degrees and build 20 miles of wall and damage the environment as they do it where's big enviro's lawsuits well they're probably going to start anyway um so General Kelly, Marine Corps General, honorably served this country, lost a son in combat, a tragic thing. This is what I was listening to uh, Greg Kelly on my way home talk about. 
talk about how Trump, I mean, just repeat these lies that are the talking points of the left. And one by one, what Greg Kelly showed with pictures, absolutely pushback. Not only the pushback, that it was an outright lie. This is what we're going to get more and more of, folks. And we're going to get it. And people are going to listen to it. Maybe some of the people that are in your world. Because this. remember, the whole reason I do this show, the motivation for this, is not about me. It's about you being able to change your world with having persuas- persuadable conversation with persuadable people. So you can do that by saying, do you think that the government lies to you, to you, to me, about all kinds of things? Do you think the government's lying about the deep state and its impact? Do you think the government, former government people who worked in the Trump administration, You think they're lying when they talk about Trump? When actual pictures of Trump doing certain things, like, say, greeting wounded warriors, veterans? You see, General Kelly said Trump hates them. Really? Then General Kelly, why? And I, and I will tell you that Greg Kelly is a former Marine Harrier pilot, and he was he was angry, and showed pictures of Trump with veterans over and over again. Do you think that people in the deep state, the Washington establishment, the elites that rule over us? You think they would lie about Trump when there's actual evidence to the contrary? Apparently so. Because General Kelly is doing that. And of course, the mainstream media laps it up. This is why you, so important that you are aware of these things, and you're able to do something about it. Now, Dinesh D'Souza has a new film coming out called Police States, coming out this month. Jim Hoft of the founder of Gateway Pundit interviewed Dinesh D'Souza about that. You want to make sure to watch it. And then you want to make sure that you share it with other people. Now, there's also a um, Federalist story about how the FBI is targeting Trump voters. You and I, as domestic terrorists. What? Yeah. 
It's true. They are. It's by Jordan Boyd. It was written today. You see what they have done. Now, this is a news, it's a report from Newsweek, folks. This is not an, a, a righty publication. Testimony from more than a, quote, dozen current or former government officials who specialize in terrorism, unquote, from the Newsweek article, confirmed that this increase in targeting Republicans... was born out of the FBI's decision to lump Trump supporters into its expanded definition of, quote, domestic extremism, unquote. Nearly two-thirds, according to Newsweek, of the FBI's current investigation center on Trump supporters who are accused of disregarding, quote, anti-riot, unquote, laws. Wouldn't it be nice if they did with this with, you know, all those people, domestic terrorists, engaging in the riots in downtown Portland in 2020, Mike Schmidt. If you support Donald Trump, the FBI might be targeting you. What do you think about that? Back to the Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Yeah, it's a Federalist story, folks. The story about John Kelly lying, who recited media talking points about a fake Trump story, and it's fake. It's been proven to be fake. Now, problem is, it's out there. The left trumpets it, and people in your world might have heard it, read it, and believe it. You cannot trust, and it pains me to say this as somebody who served in government, you cannot trust government Talking heads. I just want to put it that way. Because there are many of you right now who serve in some form in government. Either as elected officials or you're employed. City of Salem. And by the way, if you know of wasteful spending, please email me. Tell me where to look. And we'll put it out there. And Petunia will put it out there because she's going to be at the uh, farmer's market in Salem Saturday morning. Got to come and hold up a sign urging people to vote no on the new Salem City income tax. Anyway, those of you who work for government, many of you are absolutely honorable people. Thank you. Some of your co-workers have drank the Kool-Aid of the left and the Marxist unions.
It's the people that are appointed by governors and others you cannot trust. Like, for instance, there's an Oregon Catalyst story about a groomer high school teacher suspect got moved from, this is from Salem McNary High School, folks, accused of grooming and sexual abuse. It was a year-long investigation. <clears throat> While they were investigating him, they sent him to Kalapuya Elementary School. We learned this week that elementary school has moved him somewhere else. Hmm. Well, there's a companion story about this, about how the teacher licensing agency that's supposed to investigate these kinds of little problems, shall we say, in public education, gets a shakeup because Tina Kotek has installed one of her advisors as the new leader of the Teacher Standards and Practices Commission. The small agency described in the Oregonian story as that has outside influence over the state's teachers. She's unhappy, Kotek said, with the way state regulators have permitted public and private universities in Oregon to structure programs that prepare future educators to teach the state's youngest children how to read. And then it goes from reading into, oopsies, the backlog of processing, processing rather, license applications and misconduct investigations. Wow. Now, why does this happen? Well, because there's a legislatively mandated report due on whether the Teachers Standards and Practices Commission, which is a standalone group, should be folded into, guess what? The incompetent Oregon Department of Education. Folks, the fix is in either way. You can't trust government to not only do the right thing, but to tell you about it. This is why you have the best opportunity in the world to change your world. And Marie writes a text about, I think government is lying now about rebuilding the wall. Say to yourself, smokescreen distraction? Think this through. They want every illegal person to vote for Democrats. Yeah, they want to give illegal aliens the right to vote. Folks, that's coming. That's why this upcoming election is so important. And it is. So also is your support for my pillow, friends. Mike Lindell, last night on his show on Lindell TV, talked about the millions and millions of dollars that he has spent so far in fighting lawsuits for election integrity. He's out of money. Now, he has the Lindell Offense Fund, where they are literally suing 
on the offense, that's good. But friends, my pillow is the basis of all of the, what Mike Lindell has been doing for the cause of liberty. You can't have liberty unless you have elections you trust and believe in. This is why I urge you to support my pillow. And you do that not by just sending a check to the Lindell Offense Fund, which I, I hope you do. Even if it's $10, that'd be great. But buy something from my pillow. But buy it at a big discount. And you do that, you use the discount code for this radio show, which is PC23. Literally, you've got massive discounts. Save money and support your own Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. And we are back, friends. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Can you trust government to tell you the truth? Let's talk about that a little bit further. Like, you know, maybe this story. About. Governor Tina Kotek. Hmm. Can you trust what government's telling you? OregonWatchdog.com has a story about this. And this is from, it's a K2 news story. And it's a sterling example of how government obfuscates or makes excuses or why what they told you they were going to do isn't happening. No surprise there. It has to do with homelessness. Friends, I'm telling you, this is going to be the next battleground. If it isn't already. And it's going to be the next money pit. They will never have enough money to fix homelessness. Neither will the city of Salem. Again, this is a lot of the money, the bulk of what the city of Salem wants to spend of, these, of this new city income tax. 
supposed to raise around $27 million. The bulk of it is going to go to hire new people to deal with homelessness. Now, they say they're going to we're, we're going to cut cops or we're going to cut firefighters if you don't pass this new tax. Well, a lot of the new people that they want to deal with all of this, the new employees that are going to be hired by the city of Salem, many of them are community services. In fact, the largest number are going to be community services. That's to deal with homelessness. What about cops? Are the cops having to deal with homelessness? Yeah, those of you who are Salem PD out there listening to me right now, you know you are. You deal with it every day. You that work for Salem Fire, same thing. So the bulk of dealing with this problem through throwing money at it The bulk of that money that the city of Salem wants to spend is really going to go to homelessness. Now, the K2 story, again, this is can you trust government? The headline is state making progress on Kotex homeless goals. But data lags. You're not going to believe the amount of money that they're spending. Well, you will. And I'll get to that in just a moment. HVAC systems are critical to making your life better. They're putting one in, uh, one in my new home uh, right now. It's mostly installed. Now, we haven't turned it on yet because we're not quite to that place. I'm going to rely on that this winter in the cold to keep me comfortable and warm. Now, we've got some really hot days ahead of us. Today, we're going to be close to 80 We're going to have several days in the mid-80s here, and then we're going to get some rain again on Monday. That's what they're saying. You owe it to yourself to be comfortable in your home. Don't you want to be comfortable in your home? If you're not, you owe it to yourself to also call Freedom Heating and Air. And they'll come out, and they'll make you comfortable in your home. Or maybe your business. Maybe your apartment. They have discounts for seniors. Have discounts for veterans, and they have discounts, half price labor, gold star families. But you know what? Don't procrastinate. Cold weather's coming. You know it's coming. Your system isn't working right. Or maybe you just need a tune up. Maybe you just need somebody to come and change it. Maybe change the filters. Call Freedom Heating and Air 503 580 1456. 503 580 1456. Well, it's a payroll tax, Curtis, but it's based on your income. So you could call it an income tax. That's what the city of Salem is proposing, and that's what we, and Curtis, by the way, is going to be heading up the effort with Petunia Saturday morning at the farmer's market. Come and join us. I mean, if you are against this Income tax, payroll tax. You don't want to pay it. If there's two of you working in your household, you're going to pay $1,000 a year plus, depending on how much money you make. 
And by the way, it extends to small businesses too. Nobody's going to escape this. Who knows? They might even try to tax me. And I don't broadcast my show in Salem. Although it comes through Salem. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Anyway, Petunia's good. If, if, just come and join us, why don't you? Seriously, come and join us. Have a little fun. Come and join us for about an hour. You know, 8.30, Saturday morning. Get some coffee. Come on out. Make a homemade sign about repealing the Salem City Income Tax. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC Talkman. Let me get to this um, K2 story. Tina Kotek, again, can you trust what government's telling you here, right? Tina Kotek says, well, the state says, we're making progress. You see, on her first full day of office in January of 2023. Now, that's, in my lightning quick mind, that's like a year ago. No, not not a year ago, but it's 10 months ago. She laid out a plan by executive order to rehouse 1,200 households, creating 600 new shelter beds keeping nearly 9,000 people from becoming homeless by January 10th. But the state's housing agency, housing finance agency, presented data to lawmakers last week that showed the state had only rehoused 40 households instead of 1,200, had created 88 shelter beds instead of 600, and prevented homelessness for 1,261 households instead of 9,000. Three months before her deadline, they have it broken down by regions. Portland, Gresham, Multnomah County, gonna create 138 shelter beds going to rehouse 186 people. And they were given $15 million to do this. So what was their goal by July 31st? I mean, how, how far had they gotten by July 31st? Well, Portland, Gresham, Multnomah County, again, had a goal of 138 shelter beds. How many had they created? Zero. They had a goal of rehousing 186 households. How many had they rehoused? Zero. Salem did a little better. They had a shelter bed creation goal. I mean, they only got 11.2 million. They had a shelter bed or shelter bed creation goal of 79. They actually got 15 new beds created. They had a rehousing goal of 182 households to be rehoused. They managed to get 11 done. 
they are blaming all kinds of uh, reasons why they, they couldn't. The first funding went out the door in April. So that's what? Four months after the governor signs an executive order? And then, of course, they had to sign contracts with local multi-agency groups to distribute their funding. This is the bureaucracy. It's a data lag, they call it. Do you even believe this? And if this is how bad it is at the state level, how's the city of Salem doing? I mean, after all, they want a lot more of your money. Are they doing any better? Hmm. Back in a moment, 648. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. Got an email from Nancy. Here's what it says. Just a female who doesn't see the larger picture. No, I think you do, Nancy. She continues. But I feel it in my old bones. The darkness. These rich oligarchs who rule the world. They have nothing to lose except eternal life. Rewards by Satan in the short term versus God's long-term reward. Never thought I'd live long enough enough to see this country taken down like it's been. But if this is part of prophecy, I'm all for it. Appreciate your spunk and talking about God on the radio. Good job. Thanks, Nancy. Friends, this nation truly is founded by men and women who dedicated, again, Robert Hunt, go read the story. When they landed Cape Henry, they planted a cross on a sand dune. They dedicated this land to the furtherance of the gospel in America and all across the world. No other nation's been founded like that. This nation's special. Can we keep it special? Well, the first thing we do is we pray. And then we live our lives in a righteous manner, in an honest manner. But that doesn't mean we roll over and allow the insanity of the dark side And everything having to do with Marxism, everything having to do with the tyranny right now that we're experiencing at all levels. And I'm going to give you an example of that in a moment out of the Michigan Supreme Court. You're never going to believe this, folks. But this tyranny of transgenderism and pronouns, stuff that has been adopted by our school boards and the leftist administration, superintendents, teachers, counselors. It's unbelievable. We cannot let that stand. The first thing we do is pray. Second thing we do is we stand up. It's our right. Even though the FBI may target us 
especially if we Trump, we support Trump and say it publicly, because they are folks. Story about that today. Faith has everything to, if you live your life with faith and honor, doesn't mean you're not going to be attacked. Because the enemy doesn't like that. I'm talking about the spiritual enemy, which influences real enemies in real life, sadly. These people come after you, like they're coming after Trump. You've got to stand up. Somebody who is, who lives his faith, how he works with you, is Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations. It's a big deal, folks. Because you don't know who to trust with contractors until you can actually see what it is that they do and how they can benefit you and make your life better. You go to his website, RighteousRenovations.com. You can see it for yourself. Great before and after pictures of some of the work that he's done in remodeling and handyman things. They even do additions and other things. Bathroom remodeling. See it all. Go to RighteousRenovations.com. Somebody who's living their faith in how they work with you as a customer. You know what they're doing in, uh, this is an Epoch Times story. Gary, hang on, I'm going to get to you in a second. The state Supreme Court went four to three in a surprise ruling in Michigan. Now listen to this. This is the insanity of where we're at, folks. Imagine a scenario. After several months of searching, the police finally found a killer on the loose. All the evidence points to him being the killer. There's video footage of him committing the crime. And yet still, during the trial, he gets off on a technicality. What's that technicality? The judge used the wrong pronouns when referring to him. Just last Wednesday, Michigan's Supreme Court voted in favor of enacting a new rule that will force all of the judges and court personnel in the state to refer to plaintiffs, defendants, and lawyers by their preferred pronouns. Or, if they don't wish to refer to these people by their preferred pronouns, they have to use some verbal gymnastics. This is insanity, folks. Absolutely insanity. Murderers get off on a technicality because the judge did not use the right pronoun. If you were the family of this person who was murdered, how would you feel? What I just laid out to you is something you could use in a conversation with a persuadable person. Ask them that question. Just briefly, I mean, read this story. I'll have it on the show plan today on both Telegram and KSLM.news. Read it. Watch the video. It's an Epoch Times video is what it is. Use it. Let's go to Gary. Gary, go Beavs. Hey, Jeff, go Ducks. So we all survived the emergency broadcasting test, we think. Yeah, they uh, those those jerks did it about five minutes early. 
I was about ready to shut my phone off, and guess what? <laughs> yeah. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Yep. That's funny. So um, along with this virtue signaling, uh, and, you know, we're trying to figure out what happened with this girl that got mugged at the school, uh, we're jacking our kids up with all sorts of drugs and hormones and who knows what else without any idea of what the side effects are, whether or not these drugs and hormones are making these kids violent, and then we're setting them in a school with innocent kids with no knowledge whatsoever of what the side effects are going to be, and it looks like kids are getting mugged uh, because we're doing just that. I mean, we've been doing it for decades to, to boys, uh, because they're a little too active for the schools, and so we jack them up with all sorts of uh, drugs to, to calm them down and give them suicide and uh, death uh, urges. Uh, and now we're jacking boys up with girls' hormones and girls up with boy hormones, and we don't expect worse things to happen. We're, we're building little Frankensteins. Yeah, we are. And uh, a lady you work with, uh, Janet, was at my meeting last night. She told me to tell you hi. Yep. And you guys have a school board meeting coming up about this and Monday. You know, the, when, when is it? And how can people Monday you? night at six thirty? I'm going to bring my video and do some interviews. Hopefully, I can get some interviews with the mother or some people that know what was going on. And then it'll be on the newsletter as, as uh, if we can get some really good uh, video uh, interviews of this and uh, find out what, what really happened. Let's talk about it again tomorrow. Thanks, Gary. Go be good friends. Up. Thanks for joining us today. Gail, sorry I couldn't get to your email. And just so many things to talk about. I appreciate each and every one of you listening and then doing something. Pray and stand up. 